Hello, welcome to Raw Treasures. Thank you for joining us. Our goal is to help you apply God's word to your daily life. Now, let's join our host, Dr. Edna Stafford. We're going to be talking about how to trust the Lord. And we're going to be looking at scriptures from Proverbs, the third chapter. Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 through 10. And I'm going to read these verses. And so verse 5 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. I'm reading from the New King James Version. In all of your ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. It will be health to your flesh and strength to your bones. Honor the Lord with your possessions and with the first fruits of all your increase. So your bonds will be filled with plenty and your vats will overflow with new wine. So in explaining these scriptures, I want you as children of God to understand how to trust God. And in order to trust God, you must have faith because without faith, it is impossible to please him. So we will address the process for trusting God. And the three ways are, first, we've got to trust him in everything. Second, we've got to trust him for everything. And the third process is we must trust him with everything. Uh, the first way we're going to talk about our trust in God as we talk about these processes. The first way is we got to trust God in everything. In everything that we do, we got to trust him. See what happens. Many Christians fail to trust the Lord in everything. Their independence caused them to miss out on many of his blessings. They think I can do it myself. I don't need any help. We need God's help every step of the way. We must trust the Lord in the shadows as well as the sunshine, in the bad times as well as the good times. And when we talk about the shadows, we talk about when you can't see your way clear, you still got to trust God and know that he's going to direct you in the right direction. See, sometimes we can we think we can see our way out and we don't rely on God's uh ability to guide and direct us. We use our head knowledge and God wants us to just be led by the spirit of God so that we won't fall into these traps. And the way to uh, not fall into these traps is to study your word, show yourself approved unto God so that you can be a workman. Therefore, you won't be ashamed and you can rightly divide the word of truth. God loves us so much. He wants the best for us. See, trusting the Lord in everything brings his help and direction. And uh, the scripture says, and the Lord shall help them because they trust in him. That's found in Psalms 37, 40. And you can read that scripture in your spare time. And so we can uh, trust and rely on what God said. Those who love him, he will help them. And if we trust him and put it all in his hand, God will, he will show up and show out for us. 
We must trust him in the shadows, as I stated earlier. You're walking through some dark places. Just put your hand in God's hand and let him lead you every step of the way. You cannot rely upon self-dependence because you will disappoint you. Many times, Christian failed to trust the Lord in everything, and their independence caused them to miss out on many of the blessings that God has in store for them. Now we're going to look at the second way of trusting God. And the second way that we're going to be looking at is we've got to trust God for everything. And I need to say that again, for everything. Sometimes we put too much trust in other people coming through for us instead of putting that trust and confidence in God. See, many Christians do not completely trust the Lord to meet their need. They think that they can take care of themselves. Well, you cannot take care of yourselves. You need God every step of the way. Some Christians fail to recognize that all good gifts come from God. They believe that they've gotten everything through their own efforts. And in reality, they've got nothing without the permission of God. And see, this self-sufficiency is what gets uh, people in trouble. We have to rely on him because the Bible tells us that he will supply all our need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. With, uh, and we recognize that within ourselves, we are nothing. But we are God's children when we say yes to him and believe, believe in the finished work that Jesus did on Calvary. And this lets us know that we have become the righteousness of God through Christ Jesus. But without him, we are nothing. And we can do nothing without him. For in him, we live and move and have our being. And we have to act upon this, knowing that without him, we are nothing. Without him, we can do nothing. We can't even take the next breath without him. So we've got to thank him and trust him for everything and know that he will supply our need. We got to rely on the word of God because he's a God who cannot lie. He says, let every man be a lie and he be the truth. And this is because he stands firm on his word. We serve a God of integrity. Therefore, we can avoid self-sufficiency because we will let ourselves down thinking that we have the power, but we have no power but the power that God allows us to have. Okay, we're going to discuss the third process or the third way of trusting God. We've got to trust God with everything. And I want to take you back to the first scripture I gave you in Proverbs, where we are told uh, to trust in the Lord with all our hearts and not lean to our own understanding. Now that lean to our own understanding is really talking about don't let your understanding support what you do. Don't you rely upon your understanding. We have to ask God to give us understanding because when we rely upon our own understanding, that's when we begin to make mistakes. So he said, don't let your understanding support uh, your action, but listen to the voice of God. 
And uh, it, when if we are going to trust God with everything, that means that we can't cling to these possessions because they are not ours anyway. We are just stewards over what God has allowed us to have. And we need to ask ourselves, are we good stewards? And in Matthew 6, 33, Jesus, as he was ministering to his disciples, he said to them, he said, seek ye first the kingdom of God. And his riches and all of these things shall be added unto you. He said, these things, the things that we are seeking, the things that you are trying to get. He says, he says, seek him first. And he says, he'll add these things to us because when we seek him and he add these things to our lives, that let us know we are getting them the right way. But when you lean to your own understanding, this is how Christians get off track. And so, and we can't count on our good deeds. Our good deeds will not get us into the kingdom. Our good deeds will not be counted. Uh, counted. So we have to ask ourselves, uh, what I'm doing. Am I doing it for the glory of God? Or am I doing it for to get some glory for myself? How foolish can we be? Only the good deeds that we do as unto the Lord will be counted in eternity. And I constantly say this at Bible study uh, all the time. Be sure you are doing what God has called you to do or what he has assigned you to do. Because Dead works will not be counted. Our art has got to change as Christians. We need to place our possessions and our talents in God's hand and seek his kingdom first. Ask him, Lord, is this what you want me to do? If you're not sure about it, get on your knees and cry out to God. Ask him, Lord, is this what you want me to do? Is this the assignment? And if you have a, a close connection with him, God, will he'll let you know if you're on the right path. He'll let you know if it's through somebody else. Sometimes he'll give you an quickening in your spirit to let you know whether you're on the right track or not. But he will not allow you to just continue on or down the wrong path. See, some Christians are afraid to trust the Lord with every, with everything. They cling on to their little possessions of money. When the Bible has said here in Proverbs to bring uh, your offerings to the storehouse and we are to give our offerings the first of our offerings and our bonds will be filled. And see, when we start rationalizing, thinking that we've got to hold this to take care of this, if we take care of God's business, he will take care of our business. And he said that our bonds would be filled, which means our bank account, the money will be there. He will multiply it for us. So it's up to us to trust God with everything. Trust God with your job. You think you're going to be laid off? Trust God because he's the source of the job. You think your bank account is going to decrease? Trust God with your finance because he is the one who supplies all of our need according to his richest in glory by Christ Jesus. So we can look to Jesus to keep his word. So I, I say to you as a believer, don't cling and hold on to possessions and let possessions take priority in your life because these things are going to pass away, but his word will not pass away. So 
trusting him with everything, in everything, and for everything. It means you got to have faith in God. And faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. And this is what keeps our confidence intact without doubt and without reservation. So I say to all of you, hold to God's unchanging hand and know that in everything, for everything, and with everything, we can trust God and know that he will not fail us. I'd like to thank uh, the Solid Great Inc. for the production work and training. Also, Angel DeMellis for opening voice over and Cassandra Danzler for our social media marketing. Now for our upcoming events. On Saturday, June 22nd, uh, from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m., I will be conducting a Part 2 Spiritual Warfare Workshop at Bryant Temple AME Church, which is located at 2525 West Vernon Avenue, where the Reverend Wayne Jackson is the pastor, and that's here in the city of Los Angeles. And July the 21st at 10.30 a.m., I will be preaching at the Holy Trinity Lutheran Church. And the address is 9300 Crenshaw Boulevard in Inglewood, where Reverend James Phillips is the pastor. July the 28th at 10 a.m., I also will be preaching at Compton United Methodist Church. Reverend Arnetha Ings is the pastor, and she's located at 1025 West Long Beach Boulevard, Compton, California. So... If you miss any of these dates, don't forget to listen to my other episodes that are on the podcast. Visit my Facebook account, Edna Stafford, and my webpage, www.wordchangingministries.inc/wordpress.com, to enhance your spiritual connection and enlightenment. You can also tune in to our telephone Bible study every Tuesday evening at 6 p.m. by dialing 818-962-8828. You don't even have to leave the comforts of your home. We are on the line from 6 to 7 p.m. You can also fellowship with me every Wednesday at 12 noon. Uh, with Bible study at Second AME Church, which is located at 5500 South Hoover Street in the city of Los Angeles, where the Reverend Carolyn Baskin Bell is the pastor. For more information, contact Word Changing Ministries, Dr. Edna Stafford, Post Office Box 553, Gardena, California, 90247. <music>